I'm Mike. And I'm Adam. And this is Stuff and Waffle. Two friends talking about stuff, and often as not, waffling with frequent reference to Bond cars. I'm afraid we have to talk. <laughs> oh, God. It's just not working anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, we've yet to reach fame and fortune. Let's get there first. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot we were going to do that. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, dump me later. I have. Uh, I'm. I'm afraid I have come to a very difficult decision. I see. And uh, yeah, it's taken much deliberation, um, but uh, I have come to the inescapable conclusion that I am going to have to sell my car. Oh dear. Yes. As much as I love it and it's brilliant and all of that stuff it's about to get a lot more expensive and the world the way it is you know i'm working from home mostly now uh the car isn't moving for two or three weeks at a time sometimes Mm. just can't justify it um it's that unfortunately is the sad truth of electric cars at the moment is that they are ridiculously cheap to run they are still rather expensive to have, and yes. Tesla, Model, Tesla Model S particularly so. <laughs> it was purchased under a, a special offer, which we'll never get again. And um, well, I say purchased, PCP finance. Yeah. And uh, it's going to more than double uh, the monthlies to keep it. Yeah, I just can't justify it. it. It's just too big of a cost for what is most of the time just a drive ornament. It's a that's a tricky one. When you you you're going to have to be sensible about it. You can't have something sat on the driveway that you're paying virtually near the same as your mortgage for. Yeah, to well, no, do it's nothing not that much, but yes, but it's it's yeah, going to get that lot. way, isn't it? It's yes, it is. It's going to get that way, and um, yeah, just can't justify it as much as we would like to keep it and it's brilliant and i've not changed my opinion of electric cars in any way not changed my opinion of tesla it's all been fantastic over the last four years but we're just not using it off it must go not a bad time to sell right now um used prices are are up you can't actually buy a new model s at the moment they're between models they've they've stopped making the the older one and they haven't yet started making the plaid versions so okay. the only way to get a model s at the moment is to buy a used one uh so prices are up um it's not a bad time to to get it shifted so, um, so yeah, yeah that's something at least so that is what's gonna happen mm. um we still have the fiesta st which has been the subject of another podcast it has. That's um, not a bad vehicle to be lumbered with. So no, quite happy to be uh, tooling around in that if I need to. Yes, the Model S must go to the point where it has um, this week been collected by a dealer who is going to sell it for me. So um, yes, had the uh, ha- had the painful um, sight of watching it go off on a trailer this week with a very nice man. Um, but nevertheless, he was taking my car away. So, yes, as much as he smiles, it's uh, still unpleasant. Still unpleasant, and off it went. Um, it's up for sale now for an amount of money that will allow me to uh, clear the finance and buy something else. But that something else is not going to be an EV. Well, you can hear the sharp intakes of breath everywhere. I think you can. Um, I've done one myself. Um, <laughs> the as this is only likely to be a bit of a stopgap. Well, there's there's two ways I could handle it. It's either going to be a bit of a stopgap, and then we'll come back to EV later. Well, we will be coming back to EV later because everyone will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is true. We, we will have another one. This is only a temporary situation. The world's still in a, a weird place, but uh, we will come back to it. I could get just some sort of cheap throwaway to run for a little while and then get rid of it and then 
have another EV. Or I could potentially spend a little bit more and get something that I possibly might even want to tuck away. And if I can buy right, possibly something that may even um, hold its value, if not even go up a little bit. Well, wouldn't that be nice? I mean, it's hard to achieve, I know, and I've never been able to achieve it so far, but... Worth a punt. And, I mean, as much as, like you say, you could buy a shitter, uh, and as much as I would love to see you in a Perodua Canary or something like that, I think you're probably better going for a potential investment piece. I think so. Not something I would necessarily look to convert to electric in the future. Something that is kind of special in its own right. Because as we've touched on before, converting to electric, it kind of needs to be something that the engine is not really its strong point. You need to pick something that's special in some other way. I believe we might have even mentioned the Citroen DS at one point as a prime candidate mm. because it was about its engine. It was all about the rest of it. Um, the engine yes. was actually a bit of a weak point. And taking the engine out and replacing it with an electric drivetrain, you are actually improving it. Oh, um, yeah. Whereas, you know, uh, something else um, that's very much about its engine, um, that would be harder to do i think um yeah. and as car you know you're looking at stuff that's more modern it's going to be harder to do as well because, oh you know, modern cars have got all sorts of electronic systems and sensors that interface back to the computer and all that kind of stuff if you take all that out you know it's just it's not going to work and of worms yeah it's going to be massively more difficult to do it so mm. so my thought process is let's not just get um, throw away let's actually get something that, that might be worth hanging on to okay um, even when i go back to electric for a daily my good lady says i shouldn't worry too much about you know economy and all that kind of stuff and emissions and all that too much this time she get something that i like something that's fun something that perhaps i've always wanted and not worry too much about this one because it's not forever this is a short term. It will only be the daily for a short period of time, even if I then decide to keep it. Um, yeah, so it's it's kind of we're we're going to be going shopping. Well, this is very exciting. I, um, indeed, every so, cloud and all that. It, oh yes, yes. I'm assuming you've got a short list. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all have a short list in our heads every so often, don't we? Just in case. Mm. Well, what would I get if I didn't have that? I get the feeling though you might have written this one down. Yeah, there's yeah, there might be a spreadsheet. Man maths. Yeah, it's important. Good. Right. Yeah. Go on then. Do, is this in any particular order of preference or just contenders? No, this is not in any well, I can do it in an order of preference. Okay. I'd I'd like that, but I would like it in ascending order. Would you? I would. <laughs> okay, I'll see what I can do. There's a bit of a theme on the list. No one's going to be surprised, and nor am I. No, indeed. There, there are only two manufacturers that appear on my hit list. Um, well, that's not quite true, actually. There's three. And I have done, on my analysis, I have compared, not compared to the Tesla in terms of you know, performance or, you know, anything like that. No. you can't. Clearly. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> whatever I get is going to be slower. Um, there's nothing mm. uh, more in terms of uh, how you live with it. So uh, size is a big thing. Uh, things like type of suspension, hatchback saloon or estate, things like that. You yep. can't compare, although my analysis does compare fuel consumption, tax, emissions, insurance, uh, you can't compare those to the Tesla. So that's not really... No, not at all, that, no. But, no, but, but like you is... say, living with, especially where we are, size is a big factor. Yes, it is. And that's my only criticism of the Model S, really, is that it's just too big for North Devon. Um, <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't fit. I mean, you know, you've driven it yourself. You, you know... It, you it's are a sizable vehicle. <laughs> you are aware of its enormousness. Yes. Well, it's the width, really, rather than the length. 
Um, uh, yeah, yeah. And it is huge. And, you know, what our pathetic excuse for A roads down here are what, in some counties, they wouldn't even call unnamed roads. So, <laughs> now, uh, that's not to say I'm going to get something small. Oh, we're going back to the broad wheel. No, no we're not. Oh, Strangely. Shame. Then that's not one of the manufacturers that's on my list. You'll be oh. perhaps disappointed to hear. Uh, the three manufacturers involved here are Ford, BMW, yeah. and Jaguar. Oh, Jaguar, Jag, you say. Jaguar feature <laughs> quite heavily, and it's extremely likely that it will be a Jaguar. It would be my third meaning that I will have had more Jags than anything else. <laughs> That's fine, but I need to know about them because you need to come to me for approval, you see. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> oh, is that how this is going to work? Yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Come on. You, you, we know how this works now. It must be nice in your little world there. Yep. Um, <laughs> Up on this pedestal is bloody lovely. Did you? Yes. <laughs> Did you say uh, ascending or descending order of priority? I can't uh, remember. May I have it in ascending order, please? Ascending or so least likely first. That's it. Okay. Then we are starting with the Ford. Oh dear, it's a bit harsh. Bit harsh. No, it's no. A wonderful, a wonderful. Ch- I mean, they're all. I say least likely, but I mean, I would be happy with any of these. Okay. Um, It's not, they wouldn't have got on the list if I couldn't see myself with one. Yeah. So, you know, least likely, but still perfectly acceptable. Okay, Um, then. So we've started, uh, and it's a car I'm sure we must have mentioned at some point before, but we're starting with the Mondeo ST220 Estate. Well, it's a strong start, isn't it? Isn't it? Mm. Um, there are a few around. It seemed to be averaging around the sort of three, four thousand pound mark. It's, and a, it's a strong choice. It really is. It's a yeah, thinking the, man's choice. The problem is finding one that's not been nosed around with. Oh yeah, there'll be a bit of dicking about. Someone will have oh, thought, "Oh, I yeah. can improve on that." Yeah, I have actually seen one where the Ford badges have been replaced with Batman logos. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> I don't know what's it, going I, on there. I don't, I mean, I'm not, I've not seen every incarnation of Batmobile, but that wasn't one of them. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he didn't have Mondeo at any I point. I don't remember him being a Mon, in a Mondeo, no. I mean, maybe that's something he missed out on, but um, I don't, I don't recall it. Oh dear! Right, perhaps but... he should have. Yeah, oh perhaps dear! He should have. It wasn't even black; it was blue. <laughs> well, most of them are, aren't they? It's a popular yeah. choice that color. That I don't know what it's called, but that sort of metallic royal blue. Um, mm, lovely. Loads in that color. The Focus RS is in the same color, most of them, uh, and mm. I believe the Mark One Focus ST was often in that colour as well. Um, it, it, it was, and uh, listeners will recall that's the colour of Phil's. It, the, 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 uh, the one that yes, he had, yes. That's true. The keen listener will recall that. Yes, mm. absolutely, yes. So, yeah, 3-litre V6, manual transmission, 222 brake horsepower. Uh, this is like top trumps, isn't it? Um, it is. Not like that. Um, no, that no, no, no. phrase has taken on a whole different meaning. That, that bloody Oompa Loompa's ruined it. He has. No yeah. one can play Top Trumps anymore. Nope. No. You're going to have to rename that. Yeah. Um, uh, tax is a little bit getting up there. £585 a year for that. Oh, uh, dear. But most of these, are, are, uh, my choices are around that mark. So. Well, it, it's, it's just that sort of piss take era but was it post 2001 and the government yeah. basically just it's chain mail glove on and they're going in it's indeed yeah and this is prime that era because it's 2000 to 2007 they made the sc220 estate so yeah that's where it is um, if you end up with one of those i am going to be green with envy are you yes 
then I'm going to mark it in green on my spreadsheet. Um, right, okay, good, good. <laughs> I like that. But it is at the bottom of the list because I think there's things I would like more. But as you said, it is a strong contender. It would butter many parsnips. It would, it um, would. And I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to judge you on what you've put above it, to be honest. Ah. So... Well, interesting, because the manufacturers are not all grouped together on this list. Interesting. So yes. what what would you put slightly ahead of this? Slightly ahead of this, I would put a Jaguar XJ uh, Sport Premium with the diesel engine, the 2.7 diesel. We're talking X350. Okay. Here. Yep. Short wheelbase. Mm-hmm. Now, the Sport Premium has been selected for a very specific reason. And it's a reason which uh, I think will play strongly here. Uh, <laughs> because the okay. XJ 2.7 TDVI Sport Premium of 2006 uh, vintage specifically featured in the James Bond film Spectre. Okay. That I is partly say. why there is an XJ diesel on this. Okay, so that, that's where the lure lies. Yes, it's a budget it's a bond car on a budget. It was what we assumed to be M's personal car inspector. It was I the do one recall. driven by M uh, with Bond in the passenger seat as the that's car right. gets gets rammed at the end of the film and completely mullered. Uh they had a little aside here they had six uh xjs for the filming only one of which survived i believe mm-hmm. and it was sold at auction a little while ago and it had an exeter registration which i was going to say nice yeah us yes registered um, in our neck of the woods indeed um wd06 i believe which Ooh. is uh, an exeter 2006 exeter registration i don't know if that was the real registration of one of the cars they've got. The one that was auctioned didn't have that plate on it, but Eon Productions, who make the Bond films, do have a bit of a history of retaining the plates that are on the cars they use. Oh, the screen um, plates, right. Yes. Yep. Okay. It could be that it was a genuine plate on one of the cars, but they kept it. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Because they tend to then put them back on other cars later on. You know, for That's promotional right. work, so they they tend to keep the plates that they've they've. So it could be entirely random, but that they have retained it. Um, yep. So, yep. so um, yes, it's a, it's a good choice because uh, yes, you got the bond link there, which well, neither of us are going to turn that down. But no. there's something about I mean, it's an XJ thing across the board, but. Yeah, they're just a bit, a bit naughty and a bit sinister. They are. I uh, like especially that. the Sport Premium has a very similar look to the XJR in that it doesn't have a lot of chrome on it. There is some on the Sport Premium. There isn't any on the XJR, but there is some on the Sport Premium. But it's got the XJR wheels, XJR grill, XJR seats. It's almost an XJR, except it's got the the smaller diesel engine. That, of course, does bring its tax right down. It's half um, the tax of the uh, Mondeo we were just discussing because, of course, it has much lower emissions. But uh, so it's a 2.7 V6 twin turbo. However... You do end up with a diesel. You do end up with a diesel. You also end up with a car running on air suspension, which will give my good lady horrible air sickness. Air sickness? No. Well, I suppose technically it is. Car sickness. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Air sickness uh, and car sickness at the same time. It's horrible. Oh, dear. Because my XF was on air, and Mm -hmm. she hated it. It used to to, to wallow too much. The problem with air suspension, particularly air suspension of that age, is that it's it's very wallowy at low speeds. It works at higher speeds, but if you're just going around town, it's very wallowy. Right, okay. It's too soft. And it 
yeah, it, she didn't like the feel of it at all. And that, mm. so, and the XJ has that system. It's on air suspension. Plus, in an XJ of that era, to be honest, it's just something else to go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, isn't it? Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know where you're coming from. No, I, um, mm, yeah, that could prove that could prove problematic. You don't, you don't, you don't want a a nice XJ full of vomit. Not ideally. Now. I have um, been in an XJ of that era uh, quite recently, and it is glorious uh, from the driver's seat. The boot is very disappointing. The boot on those XJs is pathetic. Well, that's very disappointing. It's very deep, but very, very shallow. You're not going to get a lot in there. Um, okay. Which oh, is a shame. That's, that's and, weird, isn't it? It is weird, um, and I know why they did it, I think, because the X308, the previous generation, suffers from the same problem. If you make the boot bigger, you spoil the styling. It's strange, I mean, because you think back to uh, XJ40, and the boot mm. on that was enormous. It was, but I think that didn't have as much going on underneath. I mean, you've got to remember that... Well, that was an old you know, car. It's an older car. This newer car, you know, it's got well, it's got air suspension, it's got airbags and all sorts of gubbins going on, cr more crash protection. There's less room mm. inside it. And I guess, you know, that's... that's they didn't really the factor that in. I mean, an XJ is very popular with the gangsters. Um, yeah, you're not getting a lot you, in it, though. No, that's the problem. If you, if you need to be shifting the bodies about... Yeah, I think you'd struggle, yeah. especially if you'd done in a fat bloke and he's not going in there <laughs> you're gonna have to prop him up in the back seat and sort of pretend no oh, it doesn't look good no you're gonna have to duct tape his head to the headlining and you know what the headlining like is those it will come down no sooner as look at it oh so, yeah 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 you, you know you can't be doing that no um, oh that that's an oversight on jack's part. you're gonna ruffle your velour doing that so mm. um yeah the boot was very disappointing um the other downside is that um, it's almost as big as the Model S. It's not quite as wide. It is actually slightly longer. And um, Yeah, I mean, the Model S didn't strictly fit in our parking spaces anyway, no. did it, really? Lengthwise no. or widthwise? Nope, not at all. And the XJ is, well, lengthwise is going to be even worse. Oh, more protrusion. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Your chrome sticking out all over the place you have. Oh, and some um, knobhead round here will hit that. Yes, they will, mm. unfortunately. Uh, and that's, you know, that's the short wheelbase. If you were to find yourself with a long wheelbase. Ooh. Oh, dear. Huge. Oh, yeah. So right. oh, now dear. there are three XJs of that vintage on my list. Obviously, they've all got the same body. So they those points are valid for all of those mm -hmm. um and the xj i've kind of all lumped together so i've got the xj uh, 2.7 sport premium i've then got the xj i looked at an xj6 because of course with that you get a 3.2 liter v6 petrol you do yes very nice very nice and if it's spec'd right you can also you know get the xjr thing going on you can put an xjr grill on it you can have xjr yeah. wheels yeah and an xj6 whilst it's you know it's it's a, a name from jaguar's history very good name the xj6 was was a fantastic car mm. originally yes it's not as powerful but it sounds better um oh, everyone loves a six yeah exactly and it's not exactly underpowered <laughs> no, not at all. So that is tempting. Um, they're a little bit more money than the 2.7 diesel. And the tax, interestingly, is exactly the same. Okay, I wasn't expecting that. No, I wasn't. That, that was a surprise. Um, but they are, yeah, they're, they're basically the same car as the 2.7, but with a slightly nicer engine. Well, that's... Uh, fuel, cons fuel consumption's a bit worse. But not massively worse, actually. You're about 10 miles per gallon worse than the diesel with the 3.2 V6, which on a car of that size is not bad. Oh, you'd get over it. 
Yeah. Well, the whole point of this is that I'm not doing the mileage. If I was doing the mileage, I could justify a Model 3. Well, that's it. But That's the whole point of this, is that actually the, the fuel consumption is not the primary concern here, because mm. if I was up and down the motorway every day, clearly I'd have another EV. So Yeah. <laughs> No, no, this is, no, this it's is, a valid this point. Is a this is a different thing. So then on top of that, I've got the, uh, I've got, and um, now I see I'm struggling in the next point because I've got two that are vying for position here. Oh, Christ. Right. Yeah. Well, what Go do I on put then. next? What do well, I put I'll next? tell you what, if you pick what you think's next, not, if you've got it wrong, I'll tell you. <laughs> well, obviously, once you reveal the second <laughs> one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The second one, or the next one, sorry. We've done the second uh, yeah, one. Yeah, the, the, yeah, sorry. The next one, yeah, and I've struggled with this a bit. Oh. The next one um, would be a Jaguar XFS. Right, okay. So this is territory, well, territory that you almost know. This I've had an the XFS. saloon version. This would be the saloon version. The sport brakes are still a little bit too much money. Mm -hmm. um for this purpose um they've held their value because they were newer because they didn't yeah, do yeah. they didn't do a sport break when they first no, launched no. The XF. that came in in 2012 whereas the xf was launched in 2007 as a replacement for the s type so the xf s we'd be talking pre-facelift the x250 to use the um the code um, and I'm, I'm glad that you did I, I'd be disappointed if I didn't. Um, and I'd be looking at the three-liter V6 twin-turbo diesel mm -hmm. because the only petrol in the lineup. Well, they did do a three-liter V6 petrol, but they're really rare. It's very hard to find. They did do one as well with a 4.2-liter V8, the same engine that was in the S-Type, but again, quite rare because they didn't mm -hmm. do it for long. The only other one and that came later, was the XFR, which is a 5-litre supercharged V8. But again, those are still too much money. You're talking 12, 15 grand for a decent one of those. Okay. Um, you can find them for less than five, but they are uber high mileage, and they are, I would imagine, likely to have been thrashed. I did see one for under five grand, and it had done 249,000 miles. What the hell? Yes. I mean, to be fair, it looks in quite good shape, but hmm. it's not. That's not bad going. Oh, I was impressed with that. You don't see many that have done that kind of mileage. No, especially but as I... it was an XFR. I mean, the fuel consumption on that. Is oh, not colossal! Really... <laughs> yes. No, I, I think you're right to avoid that, though. That's probably a can. An of XFR worms. is not on on the list. An ordinary XF would be, but the S does have that little bit extra oomph that I would be. I would be looking for so and I'd also quite like it if at all possible in either premium luxury or portfolio trim levels because the luxury which was the entry level was a bit basic you didn't get <laughs> you didn't get a lot for your money on the luxury um, okay well let's go other, wrong less true the premium luxury in the portfolio you got things like heated and cooled seats you got like a reversing camera bluetooth alcantara headliner all that kind of stuff better phone, better audio system you got upgraded audio you got 13-way adjustable seats so there's just a lot of nice little nice little bits on the portfolio yeah so those i looked at for quite a long time i've always kept an eye on xfs quite like them my good lady didn't like the XF that we had. Now, one important difference between the pre-facelift saloons and the one I had is that they're on coil spring suspension, not air. Uh, that'll the, be a big that'll be a big deal for your good yeah. lady. Um, the sport the sport brake was only available with air suspension. The saloon was only available on coil springs, so a different setup completely. Your sport brake, didn't you have a light interior in that as well? It had an ivory interior, yes. Very just kind of an off white. No, um, she did not like that. That wasn't the biggest issue, though. We've touched on this before. The biggest issue was its chromed dashboard. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yes. Yes. Hit the sun at the wrong point, and that's it. Vision that's gone. Right. Eye surgery. Yeah. Mm. 
um absolutely you could you could correct your retinas on the way to work in the morning i was gonna um, say you could sell cataract surgery in there oh yeah i'll give you a lift we'll be done in 20 minutes yeah <laughs> just do not put that sun visor down yes <laughs> oh dear so, so the xf has a few things counting against it even though it is a more modern car than the other jaguars that we've mentioned um oh you you on the xj you mentioned the boot how does the XF Saloon compare? Much, much better. Um, I mean, it's a different shape car. Um, mm -hmm. Plus, critically in the XF, the back seats go down. So, obviously, then that gives you oodles more room. Yes. One of the criteria my good lady has given me is that I need to be able to get our uh, Christmas tree in it because we have a real tree every year. And uh, I need to be able to go and collect it. So, I need to be able to fill my car with pine needles once a year and um an xj ain't gonna do that not a well, chance we've, we've touched on, on one of those yes we we've, we've said that i've got the perfect tree gathering vehicle so you could probably do. cross that off you your criteria do. list but to be fair i don't like the idea of having a desperately impractical vehicle i like having something i can chuck a reasonable amount in which is why I've had estate cars in the past. Well, that's it. You, you're you, you're thinking correctly because you're going, well, let's, let's put a decent boot on it yeah. and not buy an SUV like every other twat. No, there are no SUVs on my list and never have been. Um, I don't know. I'd sign off now. I guess the end, isn't it? I'll have crashed yeah. the podcast. All done. Um, all done now. Um, I did briefly, just to see what they were going for, have a look at. Range Rovers, but Series One. In my defence, Series yeah, that's, One. That's fine. I, I don't lump those in with the rest of it. No, they're very different, aren't they? They're mm. a very different proposition. Problem is getting on a bit now. Um, yeah, it's going to be. I mean, pricey, I'd imagine, and problematic. Yeah. Prices of the early ones are really because what's happened. Same things happened with the Classic Mini, which also isn't on my list. You'll be amazed to hear is that all the rough ones have kind of disappeared. Mm. So the only ones left now are ones that have either been beautifully cared for or carefully restored, either of which are commanding much bigger values. I mean, you can spend you can spend a lot more on a Series 1 than you can on the later ones now. Um, you right. know, series, series 1 Vogue SE, yeah, you can pay, pay proper money for now. Mm, it's pants down at that point, isn't it? Yeah, especially if you go for the v8 uh, and of course on there is a v8 diesel <laughs> available on the range oh blimey um but no uh, not on the list although i did have a brief look because i was just interested to see what they were going for now too much as it turns out that is a car that you could consider electric converting in fact i there is one that's been done um mm. an, an early series one three door has been done by ECC in Wales. That's yeah, glorious. It's, it's a good um, choice because the engines in them were flaky. It's simple as that. They were flaky, and he put the battery and motors from a Model S P85. Oh, that that'll one. do it. Oh, that's, yeah. Um, but, of course, electric cars are beautifully suited, or electric powertrain is beautifully suited for off-roading. Um, mm -hmm. All the torque, low-down torque, Oh, um, lovely. Perfect. And, of course, mm. you stick that in a Range Rover, which was, you know, quite good at off-roading anyway. Um, you know, you keep, you keep all the locking diffs and the, you know, axle articulation and all that kind of stuff that it was very good at. Oh, Couple yeah. that to something that can really put the low-down torque out. You've got a serious off-road machine. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Again, you know, you're you're looking... Proper money to buy a Series 1 rangey, and then you're looking at 20, 25 grand to have it converted. You know, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's, not, yeah, it's not on the list, really. No, no, it's, it's not feasible at this moment in time. However, we have drifted somewhat from the XFS that we were discussing. Um, oh, that's true. You, you now need to follow it up with your next choice, and I'm going to tell you whether you've got it in the correct order. <laughs> okay. Well, the next choice. I'm I'm still with Jaguar on the next choice. Oh, are you? That's I am. interesting. Yeah, yeah. I thought. And a shock. You say? Uh, a shock. No. Is it? No. <laughs> um, the um, the next choice is Jaguar XK. 
Oh, so we're no. deviating somewhat here from the theme. No, bit of deviation, but I did. Joe, oh, your ordering is correct. Yeah, that that comes higher up than <laughs> XFS. Yes, very good choice. Very good. Now we're looking here at the four point two V eight. Mm. Um, ideally, a facelift. The okay. earlier ones, as gorgeous as they are, they're just getting to that age where I think they're the exterior is aging well the interior isn't mm. and again for the sort of budget that i'd be thinking of here you're talking a high mileage one that's probably got a few issues uh so i'm ruling out the well not the original xk because obviously those now go for hundreds of thousands <laughs> 90s one okay um, so you're, I'm you're looking, looking at a 2016 to 2014 and it would be the lower end of that and for a 4.2 V8 2006 XK, you're up around nine, ten grand, which is pushing my budget quite hard. Mm, yeah. A lovely looking thing, though. Lovely looking things. 600 quid on tax. Uh, actually, the one thing we didn't touch on the XFS actually has the lowest tax rate of any of the cars on my list. It's only 200 quid a year. Because, of course, much newer car, diesel, much better emissions. I'll be honest, I don't give a toss about the tax. No, it's not a big issue for me, but it does has formed part of my analysis. So, you know, that, that, that's fine. Uh, I'll will... be excluding any data here just in case, you know, someone's following along here. And no, that, that's fine, but I will not will. be judging you on tax. We're teetering on the brink of, of consumer advice again here. Um, steady, steady. We've done steady, that before. Easy, Tiger. We've had. Um, I, I know of a certain listener who's already been looking at uh, Porsche nine nine sixes, thinking it was a viable <laughs> daily driver. So, really, yeah, not as a result of our pathetic advice, surely. Sure, hey, oh, it was. Oh no! <laughs> oh, the responsibility. <laughs> well. Let's let's crack on with the XK then, because it might be in his uh, in his wheelhouse. Oh um, yeah, it's in the same area, isn't it? Really. Great thing about the those later XKs is that they're a hatchback, which means a little yeah. bit a little bit more practicality. Oh um, yeah, you could, that's that's not a lot. Really usable. It's fine. Shh. Not a lot. That Christmas <laughs> piece still ain't going in. But oh, um, I'll help you with that. Don't worry. But I did, I did, did consider them. Three hundred brake horse in one of those. We're not looking at XKRs here. Those are again are, are still too much. Yeah, the ordinary it's... XK eight. But it's still going to have that torque. It's still going to oh, be urgent, and yeah, the noise is going to be good. That four point two V eight again. It's the same V eight in the X three hundred eight XJR. It's the same V eight used in the S type. It was an engine. It's the AJV8 engine that Jaguar used in mm -hmm. everything. I think that even found its way into um, uh, the early, early but newer Range Rovers. Okay. Uh, yeah, L, I think you're right. Uh, yeah. The L322, sir, I believe. Ah, oh, very good. Yes, yes. Might have been a 4.2. Um, yeah, I think it was early doors. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, again, coil springs on that, not air. So, very tempting. No mm -hmm. practicality at all in that, but nevertheless, it's an XK, isn't it? It's an XK yeah, V8. It's fine. It's fine. I, I don't really give a toss about the practicality because I'm just going to be pestering you for a little drive in it. So You'd be all over that one, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, you'd be right round. Yeah, mm. <laughs> absolutely. So there's that, and that one, that one stands out on the list because it's the only thing on the list, actually, that is not either a saloon or an estate yeah well that's you said it's a it's a it's a stopgap and you could be having a bit of fun could be could be it's a valid choice it's a mm. good choice as well i think it could be so we're coming down to it now are we at the business end we're down to we're we're at the business end now um we've are we ascended, coming up we've how many we got left it. we've got well we've got two Two left, um, but one of them has variations. Good, right? Okay, I can work with that. <laughs> and the Go final on, one will probably lead to some lengthy discussion in itself. The next one, and let me just make sure that I have the uh, 
relevant details to hand here. Yes, indeed. So the next choice uh, is a BMW, the BMW E38 7 Series. Another Bond contender. Another Bond contender and a truly gorgeous car. Such a just really elegant design. They got it spot on with that. It is one of the best looking BMWs of all time, in my opinion. Yeah, I could could see you in one of those. The force is strong with that. Now, for my budget, I'd be looking at uh, an older car than virtually anything else on my list. But they are available in budget. Mm -hmm. Not the the V12 versions, although they are quite rare. Um, Yeah, they weren't popular really, were they? No. Uh, no, they. Do. I don't think they shifted many. Certainly not over here. No, um, no. But you don't see them very often. The sweet spot seems to be the seven forty. Well, either the, either at the the sort of entry level engine wise, the seven two eight, which is still a perfectly respectable engine in those. So either the seven two eight or the seven forty, the seven fifties, uh, the V twelves. Very hard to find and beyond budget. 740s, there are a few around. Uh-huh. The 728s, though, there are quite a few around and are a much more sensible price. But in those, the small engine really is an option, in my opinion. What about... I am writing... Thinking they there were a few interim ones were and they, they was there a seven three five as well there was smaller, seven, yeah smaller was, smaller V eights yeah there was a seven three five and a um, seven thirty I believe actually you could well be right they um, did, yeah they did varying sizes of V eight yeah there's certainly a seven three five I because there's a few I'm seeing for sale uh, and again yeah they're not bad budget wise so yeah i think that the lower end if you like you know lower and in inverted commas of the engine ranges in those is where is where you are the v12s are not realistic really um, oh no the uh, 750 yes <laughs> your new bmw 750 <laughs> yes the only I... person to ever have said it like that yes <laughs> well we'll forgive desmond we will um Fine chap. Oh, a lovely chap. Um, <laughs> I think, I think if I'm if I'm going to weigh in here at all, I'd have please to do. say, please get a V8 if you're going to buy one of these. Not the six. I think I think I'd have to say go get a V8. It's not going it, with the BMW. It's not going to be a shouty one. It's going to be smooth yet oh, yeah. urgent. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I you agree. will. You're you're going to win any. Traffic like Grand Prix as well, and but you're not going to make it. Yes. you're not going to make a fuss while doing it either. There'll be no <laughs> fanfare. You'll just depart. Having yeah, absolutely yes, absolutely. They they've got yeah, they've got something about them. I have mm. just found a seven fifty actually for. Oh dear. Um, yeah. Oh no no they no sorry no sold. Yeah, there there are a few. Uh, there's a few seven two eights. There's a few seven three fives around, all lovely and all all within budget. Um, now, as I say, it's an older car, so it's not going to have a lot of the niceties of some of the other cars that we've talked about on this list. But it is very tempting. Um, as I say, this and one other are the two that are vying for top position. Yeah, but you say like it, it won't have the features that are quite tempting, but you think it, it's still quite a luxury car. Oh, it is. And you but... think the probably one thing that may hold it back is the entertainment system, which could be easily tweaked. True. Yes, that's true. And um, what do you not do from your phone these days anyway? It, exactly. As you long could... as it's got an aux in, I can probably work with that. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of upgrades knocking around now, aren't there, for these older cars make them work with more modern tech the bm e38 yeah it's really tempting 
they are quite spectacular for the for the sort of budget we're talking 2001 2002 and there are quite a few really nice ones around they tend to you you rarely see a rough one they they tend to have been looked after yeah the um, it, it's one of those cars and you're not going to uh, buy it and rag it and styling no. wise it it doesn't it just doesn't really date does it no not at all no it it hasn't good looking um, thing yeah they are really classy kind mm. of classless in some ways oh it, yeah it it's very it's very understated the engine almost is a secondary thing because it doesn't matter which engine you pr- you go for it's going to be smooth uh, and quiet and deliver the power you know in a in a way that is is pleasing to the rear it's, um, yes, it's going to be adequate. Yeah, yes, as Rolls Royce used to say. Yes. yes, the the power output is adequate. Yes. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's it is going to be very like that because it's just it's it's a big wafty luxury barge. Mm, it is. It's lovely. Mm. Nice big boot. It's yeah. It's got it all. Very. Temp- which is why it's made it up this far on my list, and it's a list that's fluctuated a lot. Um, I'd I'd be happy if you put that on your driveway. Yeah, I don't think anybody would object to that. It's got the same thing about it, actually, uh, a little bit as um, as the era of XJ that we're talking about. It's very low and sleek. Yes, it's got that that thing about it. Oh yeah, and as you rightly said at the top of this piece, uh, it's uh, it's a Bond car on a budget. It it really is, and well, I mean, like we've discussed before, it's. I think it's both you and I. It's our favourite of the Bond era uh, for Pierce Brosnan. Yes. Oh, absolutely, it is. Yeah. Well, the rest of them were a bit of a waste of space, to be honest. Well, the BMWs were, and <laughs> yeah. while yes, he did get a vanquish, they spoiled it by being too silly with that. Yes, they did. Yes, they. Yes, the Aston Martin vanish. Oh, oh please! Um, oh, the less said yes, about they, die another day, the better. And the those early vanquishes were actually not very good. So uh, no, no, they <laughs> they don't get good press. The ones appalling that are out gearboxes, there, yeah. appalling gearboxes. The ones that are out there now, a lot of them have had a lot of work done on them to make them better. Mm, um, manual fact, conversions I, as well. Yeah, I was going to say there are some out there. Of course, Bonds did have a manual box, but it wasn't the neatest conversion because it was done by the stunt team. Um, it was. Didn't it end up? Didn't they have the engine out? Didn't it end up with a Corvette engine or something like that? Yeah, it had. A, it was either that or a Mustang engine. Yeah, mm. it certainly didn't have its original engine or its original transmission. So it wasn't really an Aston Martin anymore. But yeah, manual conversions on them because the auto box on those was horrific. Yeah, a lot of problems with those bankruptcies. So certainly from the Brosnan era, the um, 750. Mm. Um, although... Probably wouldn't go for a seven hundred and fifty. No, um, is the correct choice for Bond vehicle from a Brosnan yeah, period it is. in time. Yeah, it is. So one of those is really tempting. I'm very, very torn between that and what is currently at the top of my list, or is certainly an equal top of the list with with that. Okay, go on then. Let's put everyone out of the misery. At the very top of the list, and no one would be surprised by this probably, is a Jaguar S-Type. Oh, a Jaguar? Yeah, for a change. (laughs) Um, Specifically, in an ideal world, the Jaguar S-Type R. Yep, yep, that's the one, isn't it, really? That's the one. Yeah. It was available with various engines, the three liter V6 I've looked at, um, but the 4.2 liter supercharged V8 in the R is really where it's at. And I think that's a car that's kind of bottomed out at the moment. And I'm, I'm, I would be confident that that will start to go up because V8 Jags do when they reach a sort of plateau. And I think the S-Type... The S-Type's a car that's been largely ignored 
for quite a long time now. The R version, particularly, which they didn't make for that long, they made it for five years, and it's it was the end of the run. They they didn't do the R version initially. The S type, um, I think I'm right in saying, was launched in 1998 at the Birmingham Motor Show alongside the Rover 75. Yeah, that um, sounds right from our previous episodes. But they didn't introduce the supercharged V8 R version until 2002. Um, right, so okay, that's S-type, quite a gap, isn't it? Yeah, and it underwent two. Well, the S type in general underwent three facelifts. Um, mm-hmm. The R underwent two. I prefer the look of the first version of the R, which was the second version of the S type. I know exactly the one you mean, and I yes. I agree with that. Yeah, that was the best looking, and of course the R was the top of the range. It was as good as an S type ever got. Right. Um, yeah, and I genuinely think that's the only model of S type to consider. Yeah, I'm going to call that now. I certainly wouldn't consider it the diesel because it was an horrible diesel in that one. And the yes, the three liter V6. I mean, yes, they're cheaper to buy, but it just doesn't do it. It's got to be the V8. It just mm. Do you know something that really irks me in various Jag models? When you put a 6 in a Jag, it should be in line. <laughs> Not a V. Mm. Yeah, I know what you Bothers mean. Bothers me. Yeah, but yes, it's troublesome. <laughs> um, and when it's a, a V6 diesel, yeah. But, so yeah. I think the the and the S Type R, they you know cosmetically it looks nicer. It's got a body kit on it, but a very tasteful body kit. You get bigger alloys, you get mm. better seats. You got the sort of mesh grill. It was lowered, um, little little subtle boot spoiler. It looked the S Type R just looks really really nice. It's a really yes, kind it of does. really kind of chunky beefy car. Just lowering it a little bit. Uh, and it hasn't got massive alloys on it because you know cars didn't at that age, but they're just enough, and they're bigger than the standard ones. And uh, yep. you know they they put Jaguar logos on the brake caliper. Didn't make red brake calipers; they were still silver, but they put the Jaguar R logos on them. Just oh, a little subtle, lots of little subtle touches, like they embossed the R logo into the headrests and things. Oh, just yeah. little things like that that just set it apart and. The force is strong with the S-Type R. And my only problem, as the regular listener will know, I do have a bit of a thing for Jags, and I find them kind of difficult to get out of the system. Even in the last four years when I've been driving the Tesla, every so often I'll look down at the badge on the steering wheel and think, yeah, it's not Jag, is it? Even though it's brilliant. And in fact, it's much better than Jaguar's all-electric offering. But, you know, you just... Something about okay. Jag. And my only problem, as gorgeous as the BMW we've been discussing is, I just have this horrible thing that one day I'd be in it, sitting at the traffic lights, and an S-Type R would pull up next to me, and I would look across, and I'd just think, I wish I'd had one of those. <laughs> I can't get it out of my system. I just can't. Um, and I know the BMW is probably technically a better car. Although, having said that, budget-wise, I can get a newer S-Type than I can E38 7. You, you can. I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a more reliable car. Oh, no, no, not at all. And I will not for one minute claim that buying an old S-Type means it's going to be super reliable. Um, okay, right. But that's not what we're, you know, that's not, that's not only what we're discussing. Again, uh, tax on them is about the same not that that's a massive issue. The S-Type will probably make a better noise. It will be a bit more shouty than it will be a bit the BMW more V8. Because it's supercharged, and the the supercharger on those S-Types is very prominent. Um, the, oh, there'll the wine, be a whine. The XJR of that era was the same. The whine was almost louder than the, the kind of roar of the V8. Um, I'm quite childish. I quite like that. Yeah, I quite like that too. it it makes a bit more it makes its presence a bit more felt given where we live the s-type is a little bit smaller 
and I do okay. live at the end. I do live at the end of a narrow lane, as we know. The S type, I think, has I, it just has a little bit. I'm not going to say it has more presence to it because that E38 7 series is, you know, it exudes presence. But the S type yeah. has presence as well. And the S type, it's a little bit more unusual. It was obviously it was styled to be a sort of modern take on the original S type from the 60s. But no Jag has really looked like that before. It didn't follow the family line of what else they were doing at the time. No, that's true. It's a little bit different. It was a bit of a one-off, which I quite like. I don't know. It's difficult. Let me summarise on your list a little bit for you. Please do. Strictly as an observer, who you should adhere to to the letter, (laughs) you're going to need to bin off the XJ and the XF. Yeah, I think so. I'm going to say that's that's a hard no from me on those. Not because I don't like either of them. Mm. It's just if you're about to have an interim car, which is going to tick many boxes that gratify you, I'd say not those. Well, plus the XFS, I've already done. I've had one. And And I I don't really want the same car twice. No, that's fine. And the XJ was leaning far too near to a diesel. that's That's a no. Not you yeah. can't have fun and diesel in the same arena. I'm afraid. To look at an XJR uh, within budget, I'm going back even further, and I think that's possibly asking for too many problems. Yep, I think you. I think you're right, and I think you're that's... going back past two thousand. You're going back into the late nineties, and that's getting on a bit now. Yeah. They weren't they weren't the best built cars in the first place. You're looking at an X three oh eight to get an XJR realistically. It, yeah. There are a few around X three fifties, but not many. And I just think you're opening up a can of worms with an XJ of that era. Yes. Um, no, not that, to that... say you wouldn't be with an S type as well, but it's yeah. No, that's fine. So that leaves right at the bottom of your list, you've got the Mondeo there. Yeah. It's still it's a funny one, that, isn't it? It's still um, a thinking man's choice. That's less obvious than all of the others. It is less obvious. It's possibly going to be more reliable. Yeah, I think I think you stand a chance of it being a safe pair of hands. Cheaper to maintain. Yeah. Not much cheaper to tax, but, you know, excluding that for a minute. It's also a proper estate car, so it's going to be uber practical. Yeah, um, yeah. It does tick many boxes, the the Mondeo. It's a it's a it's a funny one, that. Okay, well that that whittles it down. I mean, ultimately, I don't think you're going to buy one. No, neither do I. It's a um, nice idea. Okay, right. Well, I know we've still got the XK left on the list, and while I like that, I don't think you're going to buy one of those either. Uh, it's not. I know practicality shouldn't be part of this, but it just isn't. That's not practical at all. Mm. Um, and I do occasionally need to carry things for my work. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, so that's, that's not going to get it done. Servers and the like, and it ain't going in that. So, <laughs> not without ruining the leather. Well, exactly. It's going to have to go in the passenger seat. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not a good look, is it? No. And if I break too hard, it's going through the windscreen. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's, yeah, that'd be the word to use in that situation. Mm. Yeah. Right. right. Well, I'm going to call it then. Okay. In, in a sensible world where Desmond Llewellyn, uh, Llewellyn rules, you're, <laughs> you're, you should buy the BMW. However, you're going to buy an S-Type. <laughs> well, you've thought that all along. As soon as this subject came up, you've been saying, well, I don't know what you're looking at, anything else, you're going to buy an S-Type. <laughs> You just are. Yeah, I, I don't know. You've been, <laughs> you've just looked at so many things and ummed and ahed. It's, it's like, well, it's an important decision. I want to get it, it right. It is, but I told you the answer right at the beginning. Yeah, I know. I didn't believe you. Well, I want to. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You know, I don't like to be told. I want to do my own thinking. <laughs> Even if I do end up at the same conclusion. Listen to the voice of reason. Yeah. Mm. S-type, but it's got to be an R. Uh, yeah, I agree. If you buy anything that's not an R, then I'm going to be angry. 
Yeah, because if I don't buy the R, I'd be better off with the BMW. Yes. I think that's where we are, isn't it? If I can't have an R, then it's it's got to be the Beamer. Yep. Because if if you go back to the point of saying, well, these, these could be a little investment piece, an S-Type R will be. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it will. Yeah. And I think an E38 in a, in a decent spec will be. Yeah, I think either of those could be. But the S Type R, it's just, it. I think it just edges it for me. It's just that little bit more special. Yeah, um, it's it's a bit more theatre about it, and it's got a Jag badge on it, which for you is very important. It seems to be, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's a sense of patriotism. I don't know if it's the fact that you know the Jag, the S Type particularly in the old Mark II, were very much the sort of bad boy's mm. car, which I quite like. They were the naughty car. Yes. <laughs> As you said the other week, they, they um, get the lads out of trouble super speedy. Yeah, that's it, not bother. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. but that, that's it. There's, the, there's that lure of that, because if you were in a logical world, you'd go and buy a BMW. Yes, you would. And you wouldn't be disappointed but no, not be- cool. because you've got that thing for a jag. You, you, but just buy one of those, stop titting about. Just go and find a nice one and yep. get on with it. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah, not one that's done galactic mileage. No. You want one with a dark interior to, to please the lady. And, um, and you've yeah. got the big shouty, well, no, not overly shouty V8, but enough, enough noise to make you behave like a child. It's just enough, I think, in the S-Type. Yeah, it's not silly loud, although they can be tuned to be like that. But yeah. um, I've seen a few on YouTube that have had muffler deletes and you know special exhaust systems, and they've shortened the supercharger pulleys to get it up to 450 brake horse and things like that. Oh, yeah. That, that'll get but I'm not done. into any of that. I'm very much into originality. I want one that's not been mucked about with mm-hmm. Um of any car, to be honest, irrelevant of what it is. I, I never want one that's been particularly messed about with. Factory original wins with me. Uh, I don't like messing with something. Uh, in fact, I have had things in the past where I have removed mods and put them back to factory spec. Well, that's that's fine. I mean, that that's one of those things. that It floats your boat, so you go for yeah, it. Yeah, I think the S-Type R, yeah, for me, is, is what's going to give me that. I'm gonna you know look out the window and say, Oh yeah. Glad I got Good. one of those. Yeah. Right. Well we've I whittled that's, that down. That's it. We've whittled that right down. Yes. Yeah, no 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 messing about. That's what you need to buy. You don't clear your watch list, fill it only with S type R's. <laughs> yeah, I've already done that. Good. <laughs> Told you. There's there's quite a few around actually, quite quite I say quite a few. I mean, you know, five or six. Um, yeah, enough to keep you interested. That's the main thing. Yeah. And don't, don't you worry where it is. We'll go there. You've said that. Yeah, don't let location put me off. Yeah, oh, we'll, no, 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 no. You'll, you'll get me there. <laughs> yes. One that's way or it. another. Well, yes. that's the thing. I've got the vehicle for it. It's big, it's comfy, and it's not going to cost us a fortune. That's very true, actually. Yeah. No, it'll cost me a fortune on the way back. <laughs> it will. And the good thing <laughs> is, uh, just, just, to, just to please the listener, we'll, we'll film the collection. Oh, there you go. Well, that's that's quite a commitment you've made there. That's it. Yeah, okay. I'm not saying if it's five hours away, we'll do the entire motorway journey <laughs> and film a six-hour blog. <laughs> no. no one needs to hear burps and farts on a motorway journey for that length. Of hours and hours and hours. <laughs> Maybe the highlights. We're stopping for the third McDonald's of the day. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we're away early enough, I'm getting a, a McMuffin. Don't you worry. Oh, no, we need those in the car, definitely, yeah. yeah. I mean, it depends where it is, and, you know, rules permitting, we might have a little overnight stay out of it. We're, we're allowed to. We are, yeah. we're, we are within the rules at present. We are. Mm. So uh, if we time that right, but we'll see. I'm not going to go crazy at it. It has to be the right car. No, I'm no, gonna, that, that's I'm it. Jump you... at the first one I see. We're gonna no impulse know. buys. Now the, the 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 prices are you know ranging from from quite high mile ones that have had quite a bit of welding to ones that are not that. So because they do you know they are susceptible to the old tin worm. Yeah, um, well that's all right. I mean just a bit of shopping around, you'll be all right. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and we'll we'll have a bit of a collection caper, as uh, Mr. Hubnut calls it. Yes. Oh, yes. No, well, I'm, oh, well up for that, mate. Love I think it. we've um, I think we've sorted that out proper. Good. I'm, I'm glad I helped there. You're very useful. Yeah, thanks. Yes. Yeah. I said I told you I'd be the voice of reason. You did. You also told me you'd tell me to do what I thought I was going to do anyway. <laughs> you you went you went strong early with that. You you called it a long way out. I did. Yeah, and I was right. You just seemed to know that that's oh, what it was going to yeah. be. Well, there was no doubt I'm, in your mind. I'm tuned in on certain frequencies, mate. You do seem to be. You do seem to be. Maybe that's why this <laughs> weird old thing we call a podcast is working. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's it. This is my weird. Yeah, I'm a weirdo. That's why it works. That is. We're both a bit strange. That's probably the charm of it. Yeah. <laughs> Comment below. Why the hell are you listening to this? <laughs> I'm genuinely interested. Well, I think uh, that's probably enough of that for this week. Uh, check us out on uh, all the various social medias and things. Uh, thank you very much for listening.